where the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted, he said so I Bugs! But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a bunny <laughs> Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way. Uh, this is a bad time to admit that I've never really watched a lot of Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, I mean, there are there are there's a lot of Looney Tunes content yeah. out there. Is the thing much of it being from like the fifties and such. Sure. I mean, I, just in general, I like Space Jam's about it. Yeah, that's interesting. You'd seen a lot more Disney stuff. Yes, mm. I was a Disney Channel kid. See, with Disney, I saw little bits and pieces growing up. But, like, loved Duck Dodgers in the 24th and one half century. Definitely watched a handful of cartoons. And I remember little bits and pieces. I don't think I watched, like, closely or anything. They were more 90s things, so before I would have watched shows closely. Mm. But, like, Sylvester and Tweety had a show. Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. Like, <laughs> they and Granny would go and solve mysteries, I think. That sounds incredible. There was a show called Tasmania that was about Taz living with his family. Like, his parents and siblings. Yeah. Who could all speak normally, because of course they could. Fine. Ve- like, very much in the vein of Donald Duck can't speak, but everyone else in his family can. Yeah. Th- like, many Looney Tunes characters have had their own spin-offs and stuff. But yeah, Space Jam, Lo- I friggin' loved Looney Tunes back in action so much. There was a, another show called Lunatics Unleashed that was set hundreds of years in the future. Several of the Looney Tunes' descendants were now superheroes, such okay. as Ace Bunny being Bugs' descendant, Lexi Bunny... Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote's descendants were now best friends <laughs> and they were on the team. Taz and Porky Pig was normally part of these things but wasn't. Mm. And much like, much like things like Duck Dodgers, anyone that wasn't like one of the main ones would show up later as a villain. Sure. Granny showed up as a villain, I think. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. It's, it's very much one of those things where like I would see bits and pieces. Like I'm yeah. familiar with all of the characters. Yeah. Like I, I know who they are via assimilation that's not the word I was looking oh. for but I never really watched a lot of it myself I did think of another another thing that at least featured the Looney Tunes that you know though Who Framed Roger Rabbit oh yeah I do adore that movie yeah and I mean it's not obviously not like big on the Looney Tunes yeah, yeah. but they're there yeah that's gotta be in my top 10 movies now that I'm thinking about it I adore that movie <laughs> so in case it wasn't obvious we're sorting Looney Tunes today yeah just Looney Tunes in general because Why are we sorting Looney Tunes? Space Jam New Legacy came out, and apparently it looks terrible. Yeah. Looks so bad. I saw a one-minute clip in which they went through Casablanca and oh, what else was it? Austin Powers. Austin freaking Powers and Rick and Morty are there. Spoilers for Space Jam A New Legacy, but I don't care, and you shouldn't either. It it doesn't look great. Side note: We don't need to sort LeBron James because he gets sorted during this film. Does he really? Yeah, that's the Harry Potter cameo. Apparently, I'm not sure if there's more to it than that. But they fly by Harry Potter world or whatever, and LeBron James ends up wearing a Hufflepuff uniform and says, "Hufflepuff, yes, I knew it." Okay, that's kind of cute. But just because, <laughs> there like... Are good moments. I appreciate someone being excited about Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's, well, That's of kind of, like... That's it. People pointing out, it, that's kind care. of the gag is that, as well, though, is that, like, you wouldn't assume that of him because he's a competitive athlete and all that. Sure. Cedric Diggory would like a word with you if you think that's funny just because. Yeah, um... I mean, athletes gotta work hard. Yeah. That's dedication. That's Hufflepuff. Anyway. Let's talk about the greatest athletes of all time. Yes. The Toon Squad. Yes. Among others. Uh-huh. So not only is Space Jam from 1996, uh, th- my primary instance of knowledge 
regarding the Looney Tunes. It's also my primary source of knowledge regarding basketball. Yeah. And I know we're not talking about basketball. I just needed that to be known. Sure. That I don't know anything about basketball outside of Space Jam. I know that normally a, a, a ball in the net is worth two points, but sometimes it's three points. And that's why it matters that it's two points. Oh. Yeah, I don't understand it, but... Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance to do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, hey, you. What? Let's start the characters. <laughs> Name one. Bugs Bunny. What's up, Doc? That's not a good Bugs Bunny, but, you know, yeah. it's close enough. What? Eh. What's Bugs Bunny's deal? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Here's the thing about Lady Tunes, right? They don't have very deep personalities. Well, they can do. They just have a million different things going on depending on which canon that you're looking at. Yeah. Like, when we did DuckTales, we followed one particular version of the characters. But even then, Donald Duck is typically portrayed as a sailor throughout Disney media in general. Yeah. Their characters are usually relatively set. And they're treated more like people. Looney Tunes characters are sometimes people, sometimes animals. Like, Bugs Bunny will often be hunted for sport by Elmer Fudd. Yeah. But also in, like, that really cool Looney Tunes show from, like, ten years ago or whatever, Bugs and Daffy were roommates in a house and they just, like, lived oh normal God, lives. they were roommates. I think people ship them from that, despite the fact that Lola is a main character. I mean, that's extremely valid. Of yeah. course people on the internet would ship that. Well, yeah. But, like, Bugs, he eats carrots, uh-huh. which I believe is bad for rabbits. Yes. He, he's kind of a trickster. I think at one point he was described as being kind of like Loki. Yeah. Like, traditional Loki, not Marvel yeah, Loki. Yeah. Like... He's kind of a chaos entity. A, a trickster god. Yeah. He misleads and deceives people. He gets out of situations by dressing up in ridiculous costumes and then completely misleading whoever was trying to capture him into thinking that that's the situation they should be in. Yeah. And, like, the classic duck season, wabbit season, duck season, wabbit season, wabbit season, duck season, fire! And he gets Daffy to convince Elmer to shoot himself in the face. Yeah. He's very clever. He's very clever. And deceptive at times. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you you compared him to Loki, and now I'm just thinking about that fan comic where Bugs Bunny defeats Thanos. Yeah. By, like, conjuring an airport security line. That's exactly the thing. And, like, I love that so much because it's exactly what would happen. Yeah. That's what Bugs Bunny is like. Bugs Bunny could absolutely defeat Thanos. Like, in things like Space Jam, he's... He's he loses a lot of that edge. He's more restrained. Yeah, because he's not just being one role in the story. He's being Bugs Bunny, the mascot of Looney Tunes, the yeah. leader of the team, the Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So he kind of has to fill that role, but that's not who he is when he's just in a story crafted around him as a character. Yeah, he is very um wily. Well, no, that's that's the, that's, that's the coyote. <laughs> Okay, but like I couldn't think of a better <laughs> word for it. Looney Tunes back in action gives him a little bit of that back. He's still kind of like the Looney Tune, but a lot of that movie revolves around Daffy being kind of jealous of him and wanting to be more of a star in his own right, and sure. Bugs kind of being like, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm just here for a good time, not for a long time." <laughs> like, That's very Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got to say he's probably either Ravenclaw or Slytherin. Yeah, definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking more Slytherin because, like, yes, he's very clever and he's very smart and he's constantly, like, outwitting his uh, opponent, so mm-hmm. to speak. But I, he doesn't need to go through all of this drama. <laughs> he's doing it because he enjoys messing with them. <laughs> he's doing it because it's fun to confuse them and mm. I'm like specifically like Elmer Fudd, I guess, is the example I'm thinking of. Like, specifically, like, messing with this guy. Yeah. Um, when he could just, like, he could just get out of there. Like, that's probably the smarter thing to do. Sometimes. A lot of the times he has got a gun pointed at his head. That's valid. Um, and so he has to, be, like, think of a clever way out of the problem. Sure. But I, I feel like the way that he goes about it is very, um... I'm going to do this all at your expense. <laughs> I'm going to have a good time and you are going to suffer as a result. And I get joy from that. Is kind of the vibe that I get. Is enjoying the suffering of... Is is Schadenfreude a Slytherin trait? I think so. 
house hot Is take. That a house that's hot take? that's such a house hot take. Are you kidding me? That's wildly house hot take. It feels Schadenfreude is Slytherin. It feels very Slytherin. Of all of the houses, of all the Harry Potter characters, who do you think would be like most likely to be to laugh at the pain of others? I mean, Malfoy at specific people, mm. but Dudley. Okay. <laughs> so that's a bit awkward. <laughs> Fine. Um. <laughs> Who's a, who's a Harry Potter character? Fuck, I don't remember any of them. I mean, Ron might, but we've... Ron dis- absolutely does. But we have discussed that Ron should be in Slytherin. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> let's see. Snape would... Yeah. Fred and George, probably. Yeah, but not as malicious. Mm. They're, mm. They're, they'd be laughing because they think the joke is funny. Filch. <laughs> I think mm. my point here is that... It, it feels kind of like a Slytherin thing to think yourself maybe better than others right. and enjoy others' misfortune if it specifically means your gain. Okay. I don't know. I think Bugs Bunny's yeah. a Slytherin. Well, fine, I'll go with you. I'll accept it. Yeah, Bugs Bunny's Slytherin. <laughs> I feel like people are going to get mad at me and tweet at me. Actually, yeah, tweet at me. Let's ha- let's hash this out on Twitter. Let's go. Um, Fight us. Yeah. Uh, tell me about Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck is my favorite Looney Tune. Yeah. He's great. It's just so you goofy. You love Daffy Duck. I, can't, I just love ducks. You do like ducks. Ducks are great. Ducktails. Daffy. Ducks. <laughs> Duck Dodgers is fighting a tyranny. Is Duck Dodgers just Darkwing Duck? In the 24th and one half century. No, no, he's not Darkwing Duck. He's Because one thing, it's... The 24th and one half century. Okay. He's like Buzz Lightyear. Okay. He's a space ranger. He doesn't have powers. like a, He doesn't have a freaking laser or whatever. But he, yeah, works for the space people in that show. <laughs> he fights the Martians. Tyranny is the name of the Martian queen. So uh, it's a pun in the song. He's a theme song, by the way, by Tom Jones. Yeah. Like, Bugs Bunny doesn't have a theme song by Tom Jones. No. The mid-2000s was very much the era where Warner Brothers were trying to push Daffy. Like, they mm. wanted him to get the spotlight more than Bugs, which is why that storyline is in Looney Tunes Back in Action, of him wanting to be better than Bugs. That's why they made the Duck Dodgers TV show, in which most Looney Tunes characters get a cameo, often as a villain, except Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny never appears. His own, The only time that comes close is that his name appears on screen for a movie about Duck Dodgers' life, where he's playing Duck Dodgers, <laughs> and, and Duck Dodgers is furious about it. Sure. Which is great. In Looney Tunes Back in Action, though, to be fair, he did have superpowers. He was very much more of a <laughs> Superman, Clark Kent type thing. Daffy was? Yeah. Incredible. Oh, it's great. We've got to watch that movie. Okay. It's fun. And Braden Frazier. Daffy is a, a, an idiot. Yeah. Bugs is a chaos... Tri- D- Bugs is a trickster god. Daffy is a chaos god. Mm. Daffy is chaos incarnate. Especially, again, in that like show where they're roommates... Bugs is very much the straight man to Daffy being fucking weird as all hell. <laughs> they first met each other at the post office and Daffy said, hey, hey man, you got any stamps? Bugs gives him a stamp. What else you got? And then they ended up living together. <laughs> and it, it seems to just be the case that like Daffy just never left Bugs alone and decided they were friends. Sure. Uh, cool. What's his personality like? Weird, goofy, loony. Lo- <laughs> would Whoa. would one say loony? <laughs> we're tiny, we're toony, we're absolutely loony. You know that was made by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. Spielberg just did cartoons in the nineties. Sometimes, he did, yeah. Spielberg, man, he's not above doing fun kids cartoons. No, he did um the Animaniacs, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he, I think he's on the revival still. Yeah, he. I know. Like, he, I know he is for the right. Revival. Yeah. Like, he's not above just doing fun kids' cartoons, is the thing. Hell and yeah, they're Steve good. Spielberg. Daffy is also definitely a Slytherin, is the thing. He cares mm. about one person that is only himself ever, whatsoever. In any iteration, he's only interested in himself. Think about him in Space Jam, where he yeah. just wants the attention. He was like, oh, let's, make, let's be a team called The Ducks and wear purple and gold because it goes well with my colouring. And Yeah. I found the shorts. Yeah. Uh, but mommy, I don't want to go to school today. I want to stay home and bake cookies with you. You don't have to do this visual bit <laughs> where you t- 
touch my face a lot. It, it, it won't translate. Uh, it's fine. Daffy's a Slytherin, unless you've sure. got anything more to say. No, um... He's so uh, self-centered and... Yeah, 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 you are correct. It's kind of why I was tr- like trying to get Bugs to go more towards Ravenclaw and oh. to have them be different, but you're right. He is Slytherin. They're That's Slytherin. kind of fun, though. Like, Yeah, they're Slytherin rivals. And they were rivals. <gasps> and they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I I feel like these two characters, like, they're, they have different energies, but, like, yeah, they are both clearly sort of, like, Slytherin-leaning. Yeah. Um, I think that's very fun. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a, that's a fun dynamic. Sure. So, here's the thing. After these two characters, it kind of gets hard to define who are the main characters of Looney Tunes. (laughs) So, I've got some on here. Okay. And people are free to disagree. And I'm looking at this right now and almost kind of disagreeing myself. (laughs) Regardless, up next is Porky Pig. Okay. And Porky Pig is valid. Porky Pig is very much a main character. Often Daffy's sidekick, particularly as Duck Dodgers. In Duck Dodgers, he's the eager young space cadet. Okay. And that's the name of his character. He doesn't have a name. He is just eager young space cadet. Usually in full. Otherwise, just space cadet. (laughs) And he... Well, he's the... um, I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it. Yeah, I will wet myself. Yeah, he um is best known for his speech impediment. Yeah. And just being usually pretty pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. In the in that lunatic show, but like because sorry, like like I say, in Doug Dodgers, he was a main, he was one of the main characters. Mm. Um, it was only Daffy, Porky, and Marvin that were main characters in that one. Sure. In shows like Lunatics he was not one of the main characters which is kind of a departure from what people expected after Duck Dodgers Mm. and again I think he shows up in one episode I think he might be an old friend of Daffy's or his descendant might be an old friend of Daffy's as that gag but then he turns out to be a villain Ah. and Daffy's character gets heartbroken yeah that show was a lot more serious they weren't loony in any way in that weird yeah yeah it it was it was very much Teen Titans, but with Looney Tunes as the characters. Sure. But not fine. Teen Titans Go, where that's that's Looney Tunes with the characters being Teen Titans. Yeah. Teen Titans and Looney Tunes are apparently the exact same thing. But also opposites. House hot take. <laughs> um, I think Porky Pig might be a Hufflepuff. Probably. I think he just like he's very he's, friendly. He's, he's very chill. Chill. Uh, yeah, he is loyal in sure. most versions. He's loyal to whoever he's with. I think like sometimes he's friends with Bugs, sometimes he's friends with Daffy. Yeah. Yeah. I think once or twice there were shorts of him owning Sylvester. Oh. Yeah, I mean Sylvester like Sylvester and Tweety you often you usually think of them as being with Granny. And I think that's largely because one of us has now pushed that more because of that one show. Mm. But in shorts, like Sylvester as a character is a lot older than Tweety. Like, didn't they didn't sure, show yeah, it together yeah. for a while? And they really do just play it like fast and loose with yeah, these characters. It's it's whatever suits the current story. Yeah, like and, let's just do something fun, do yeah. something goofy. Yeah, <laughs> don't think about it too hard. Yeah, so yeah. Pokey Pig, Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, and Pokey Pig. Yeah, tell me about Elmer Fudd. Oh, <laughs> Elmer Fudd is a rare human on this list. Because while there are animals, there are also just humans, and he's the hunter. Shh, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Why do so many of these characters have speech impediments? Because it makes it a, for a good, memorable voice. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. Yeah, like, and it, it means that like more more actors can do more voices with less variation. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like that, you can use the same actor for multiple yeah. characters because they're just doing. But here's the thing: I just quoted that line at you, full of speech impediment. How well do you think I would have remembered that if it was, shh, be very, very quiet, I'm hunting rabbits? I mean, that's fair. Nowhere near as wet much. It's interesting, because, like, it, it's clearly not being, like... No, it's not saying you're a bad person because you yeah. have a speech impediment. Yeah, so many of these characters have, like, speech impediments. It's not All like... of them at different times is, put, like, portrayed as the one in the wrong or the bad person, including yeah. Bugs Bunny. It's clearly not, like, a derogatory thing. It's just for mem- memorability. Yeah. Essentially, it's interesting. It gives them a fun, unique, distinct voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Elmer Fudd, usually a hunter trying to catch bugs and Daffy, including at the beginning of Space Jam, he was hunting yeah. bugs in that scene, but also used for whatever else. 
Like, yeah. for instance, apparently sometimes he's mini-me from Austin Powers. <sighs> mm. And sometimes he's, what, the Blues Brothers with Yosemite Sam, was it? In that one bit in Space Jam? Where they show up and they're wearing suits and they have guns. Oh, yeah. Was that Blues Brothers? I don't think I've ever thought about it. Matt, can you, can you imagine, though, Space Jam having the characters make a clear, distinct reference to something, but, like, it's just a little bit and then it's done and they don't have to reuse stock footage from that film and butchered and massacred. So weird. It's so weird. Don't watch Space Jam A New Legacy. Yeah, New Space Jam looks weird. Uh, it's made some strange choices. Elmer Fudd. I think he might be a Gryffindor. I was getting that vibe too. I like, was gonna hear he's what not you especially intelligent. He's not especially hardworking. No. He's not malicious or conniving particularly. He just goes out there with his gun to try and get food for the table. Yeah, he's trying to provide for his family. Probably. Who his family are never shown on screen, but he's trying to provide for himself. Yeah. People need to eat. You don't hunt rabbits for for sport. You hunt rabbits for food. Yeah. It was wartime when it started. Like you gotta eat what you gotta eat. Yeah, I think he's just like he's doing his best. And that might it might be kinda Hufflepuff just trying to Working hard to do, do Maybe. your best. Um, but I like Gryffindor things. I, I do prefer Gryffindor, and I can't quite put a finger on why. Something about his attitude, I think. Yeah, he's, he's just, just just a Gryffindor kind of dude. Yeah. Deal with it. Elmer Fudd and Gryffindor. Up next is Yosemite Sam. And now I just remembered another piece of Looney Tunes media. <laughs> because, like, so, well, Yosemite Sam, normally portrayed as, like, cowboy, right? And yeah. Say... Looney Tunes back in action, he was more the Texas oil tycoon type. He sure. had like a casino that was his. Yeah. Um, but what the first thing that came to my mind, because I was about to start doing a pirate voice for him, <laughs> because as a kid, I played uh, Bugs Bunny Lost in Time a lot, a PlayStation <laughs> game about Bugs Bunny traveling through time and like going to different levels. Like, he went to a caveman world where antagonist was Elmer Fudd as a caveman, and he went to a pirate time where Yosemite Sam is a pirate captain. Okay. But the, you, listen to that voice. You could be a pirate. Easy. Yeah. I can't think of anything he's ever said. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Yosemite Sam line? Uh... Varmint. He says varmint. Yeah. I don't... I can't help you. I don't know. Well, he is angry. He's also usually portrayed as, like, an antagonist to bugs. Sometimes other characters. He's not usually shown as being the hero of a story. But, it, like, I think he's gained... Like, he's gained a lot of popularity... It's so like they are showing him less as a villain in newer things. Mm-mm. He's the rootin' tootin' dude. He's the rootin'est tootin'est cowboy in the wild, <laughs> wild west. I'm getting a Gryffindor vibe again. You reckon? Yeah. He gives me more Slytherin vibes. You think? Yeah. Okay. Like, he's more... He's more malicious about what he's doing, I think. He's more mm. violent and angry. He's Maybe it's because I'm thinking... He, like, he's so angry all the time. That's his main personality trait, is angry. Is angry a Slytherin? I don't know. That's hot take. <laughs> no. No. But vibes, though? Do Slytherins have angry vibes? I don't know. Well, yeah. Name a Slytherin who's not angry. Slughorn. Okay. But Slughorn's the only exception to anything Slytherin ever. <laughs> He's an example of a good Slytherin because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Yosemite Sam. I mean, we could just put him in Ravenclaw if you like. <laughs> I don't think that's it. No, it's definitely not. I'm not sure there is a Ravenclaw Looney Tune. <laughs> I think Bugs Bunny was the closest we're going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, Bugs Bunny does, like, outsmart everyone. Yeah. 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 You regretting your choice of Slytherin? No, I think Slytherin still fits. <laughs> he's, he's cunning. It's more of a cunning than an intelligence. If um, you've got no other reason, if no. you, it, then I want to put him in Slytherin. Put him in Slytherin. You're 70 Sam Slytherin. And finally, for the main characters, I guess... <laughs> Lola Bunny and Lola Bunny I had a really hard time actually putting her in the main characters yeah because she is like 50 years younger than every other character on this list was she invented for Space Jam yes yeah yes and that's the thing so she's now had the major role in Space Jam and Space Jam 2 but she's been in most media since then not most I would say so she was in that one the show with Daffy and Bugs' roommates Mm -hmm. where her personality is completely rewritten for the better instead of just being a sassy femme fatale because girl she is instead the most crazy one (laughs) by far she is absolutely (laughs) insane and it's hilarious the clips of her from that show are so good she's loony she's the looniest excellent yeah 
they made to a Looney Tune instead of a sex appeal. Let girls be funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so she had a descendant in the lunatic show. But that's about it as far as I know. They, uh, oh. They've done a couple of shorts It's like since Space Jam. Sure. But I don't know if she's in those at all. Huh. She wasn't in Looney Tunes back in action. She was conspicuously absent from that film. Um, Weird. Yeah. I thought she was in more than she is. No, you're again, you're just familiar with Space Jam. I'm, I'm just very familiar with Space Jam. In which she is a main character. Yeah. Most importantly, though, hmm. Zendaya is Lola. <laughs> And LeBron James is LeBron James. <laughs> Danny DeVito is Mac Hammer. <laughs> and Zendaya is Lola. Turns out, like, the entire <laughs> cast of Littlefoot. Smallfoot. Smallfoot, whatever, is in the two Space Jam movies. How do you remember so much of that song? All I can retain is Zendaya. Because Zendaya is Michi. And LeBron James is LeBron James. Like, the fact that LeBron James is the next line is incredible. It is. That's, it, that is incredible. So anyway, Lola Bunny, originally sexy, sassy, femme fatale, who has a hint of being a Looney Tune at the end of Space Jam, though, to be fair. Yeah. When, like, after Bugs has saved her, she's like, like Bugs gets to do the suave one and give her the kiss, and then she's got those, woo-woo-woo, and pulls the yeah, screen down. Like, yeah, yeah, It's like, wait, there's a Looney Tune in there. What? There's a character. <laughs> That's fun. She has a, a glimpse of personality. To be fair, she did kick the fucking ever-loving crap out of the monsters. I have no idea what her personality is like in the new film. Probably more like the original Space Jam because not as many people watched that mm. thing. Here's the thing. Because she has such vastly different personalities across different things, it's hard to say. Like, what version of Lola should we be sorting? The absolutely Looney Tune version or the version we see, like, in her most prominent appearance in Space Jam. Do you think they would be in different houses? I don't know, but... I think she's a Gryffindor, regardless. You think? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Make a case. Bold. Assertive. You're asked to use full sentences, by the way. I'm thinking of other words. Okay. Courageous. Brave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously. I mean, I don't I don't know what she's like in, in the other shows, I guess, other than what you have just now described to me but it mm -hmm. sounds like she is unabashedly herself like she doesn't take crap mm. from anyone she just kind of does her thing and lives her best life alright sure Lola yeah. in Gryffindor which means it's time it's time it's time for the lightning bolt round <laughs> so here's the thing about Looney Tunes right again why it's hard to do this list because going through them and realizing there are a dozen or so that are very well known. Mm. There are 50 more that have been in like 20 different shorts that you've sure. never heard of. Oh. And that people have never heard of because no one cares. They're yeah. just there. But you would recognize them from these shorts. If, you, if you'd seen the shorts, sure. you would instantly recognize them. Sure. But yeah, they just but never we, took off. We only remember the funny bunny who eats carrots and is sassy. Like the next, what seven or so on this, or eight? Well, I don't, let, let's go. Let's go through. Yeah, it. let's just dive into this list. Who's up first? Up first is Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird also has a speech impediment. I thought uh, I taught a putty cat. <laughs> I did. I did. I did taught a putty cat. Uh, Tweety Bird is little shit. <laughs> um, I'll say it. Uh, Tweety Bird's just a little cute little pet canary that just wants to live in a cage. Yeah, but also he's a little shit. <laughs> I don't have a lot of evidence to back myself up on this, but he is. Okay. What house is the little shit house then? Slytherin. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about Sylvester. Sylvester is a little shit. <laughs> Sylvester is a pet cat who just wants to eat the pet bird. Who goes, Sylvester and Here's the thing about Looney Tunes. I think they might all be little shits. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's the point. Tune in next week to the new series, Shitty Tunes. <laughs> Looney shits. Uh, Sylvester is mm, wants to eat the bird. Doesn't like the bird. <laughs> I'm gonna go Hufflepuff. Okay. Hungry. I think he works. Sure. <laughs> I was more thinking works damn hard to get that. Does bird. Does work very hard. Damn hard. Very hard. Tell me about Granny. Granny is an old lady. Yep. Sometimes she owns Sylvester. Usually and, owns Sylvester and Tweety. And Tweety. Um, yeah. Am I correct in assuming that she is oblivious to all of 
their shenanigans. Usually. Yeah. Until we get things like where they all show up together and it's Space Jam and she's a cheerleader and they're on the team. Also yeah. in the new Space Jam, apparently she teams up with Speedy Gonzalez to take on The Matrix. <laughs> okay, so she's... Uh... A sweet old lady with a wild side. Sure, I think that's more, like, for the gag of seeing the old lady in eh, the Matrix. Fair enough. I'm gonna say Hufflepuff, though. Okay. Tell me about Roadrunner. Beep, beep. Thank you. Beep, beep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Simpsons gag with that one. <laughs> like, I was the voice of Roadrunner. Meep. You mean meep, meep? No. They only paid me to say the line once and then they doubled it up on the audio track. <laughs> Roadrunner is very much just a bird and like does end up like causing hell for Wiley Coyote but never really does anything except run. Yeah. Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> Roadrunner does nothing wrong. <laughs> Roadrunner doesn't really do anything. No. Wiley Coyote though. Wiley Coyote is a scheming bastard. <laughs> um, Big supporter of the Acme Corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, setting traps plotting, planning things. They always go wrong, but you gotta give them... Defying the... gravity when cliffs fall beneath him until yeah. he looks down. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna say Slytherin. Okay, I would argue him Ravenclaw, though. He oh. is intelligent, and he, like, he uses tools to try and get the job done. Sure, He's, sure. Like, in any other world, Wiley Coyote would be incredibly successful. The only reason he fails is because he's a Looney Tune. Oh, okay. And intelligence has no place in that world. Sure, sure. Okay, I, that, I'll accept that. That's fine. Yeah. He is, yeah, he's, he's just trying his best. Uh, tell me about the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> That's the Taz. That's Taz. Mm -hmm. Tasmanian Devil. I, apparently, he, he was only in, like, five shorts before <laughs> they stopped doing the shorts entirely. But he gained popularity in the 90s from things like Space Jam and his own spin-off show. Sure. Uh, he's a wild animal. He's a Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> he spins like a tornado, which is kind of cool. And was very much played up for in um, Lunatics Unleashed, where like that mm. was his main superpower, oh, was nice. making tornadoes by nice, spinning nice. first. Uh, Gryffindor. Sure. Marvin the Martian. Now here's a voice I can do. This is a voice you can do. Uh, I think Marvin the Martian is a Ravenclaw. Really? Why do you think that? It's because I'm so incredibly intelligent and I'm a good commander? Yeah, I think it... If he's not intelligent, I mean, I don't know Lunatunes all that well. If he's not intelligent, that's Where's something. the kaboom? But There's supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Here's the thing. If he's not actually intelligent, he considers himself extremely <laughs> intelligent. And he definitely values intelligence as, like, something he aspires to. Marvin the Martian, also, like, the main antagonist of Duck Dodgers in the 24th one half century. Mm. But kind of a frenemy. Sure. Like, they'll, they'll team up against any other enemy that shows up. <laughs> You know the type. Yeah. Tell me about Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, well, uh, well, uh, you see, oh, well, uh, well, uh, uh. <laughs> that's about it. Why is his name this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I stumbled a little bit while reading it because halfway through Foghorn, I realized, your name is Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> what? He is a rooster, yeah. I think. Uh, he's very southern uh -huh. and pretty chill and friendly. I'm gonna go Hufflepuff. Sure. How about Adley, Adley, Arriba, Arriba? Oh boy, it's a racist stereotype. In Looney Tunes? <laughs> a racist stereotype in Looney Tunes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they seem to have come around on it. I think he was like, like they stopped using him in things for a while, but they seem to have come back around on it. Yeah, like, it, here's the thing you can, you can have like. A Mexican character. Yeah, without making it, like, a terrible stereotype. Yeah. And I, I think that what they've tried to do more recently is bring that back around to be, like, more positive representation rather yeah, than yeah, just, like, yeah. a shitty caricature. Yeah. And, like, he still says things like Ariba or whatever. In Again, the show where Daffy and Bugs are roommates, he apparently just lives in a mouse hole in their wall. Excellent. But is, like, Bugs' closest friend, apart sure. from Daffy, I guess. Sure. And Bugs, at one point, gives him a restaurant, which they name Pizza Reba. In that particular show, Speedy is usually shown as being quite intelligent, but what do you think? 
Gryffindor. Okay. Tell me about Pepe Le Pew. Oh, well, I'm the only character not allowed in Space Jam A New Legacy because I am such a rapey man. But the actual literal rapists from A Clockwork Orange are allowed in. This is a travesty of the highest order. <laughs> also, he's French. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, typically shown for trying to chase a cat and fuck the cat yeah. because the cat's been changed to look like a skunk but is a skunk and like play up that more like like yeah. have him be romantic or whatever without being rapey you can do it it's yeah. possible like and his appearances in Space Jam have nothing to do with the rapey side no. of it he's used as a skunk at one point and they're wearing gas masks funny and then he kisses the basketball into the net that's great yeah that's cute yeah do that shit Pepper Le Pew is awful, however, in 99% of his appearances. I'm going to put him in Slytherin. Sorry, Slytherin. Sure. He's a bad one. He's a Snape. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he is. Pepper Le Pew would be a Snape apologist. Oh, he is. <laughs> oh, he's so Snapey. How about Penelope Pussycat? This, this is the cat. This is the cat that Pepper Le Pew tries to fuck. She's just a cat. She really is. She's just trying She's to She's just do a cat, cat who shit. doesn't want to fuck a skunk. <laughs> trying to be again. She does appear in Space Jam A New Legacy apparently in the audience like not a, a major role or anything but she's there. Fine. Um, she's finally like, smiling I think because Pepe's not there. So we know that all dogs are Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. I think all cats might be Slytherin. Wow. Have okay. you met a cat? <laughs> Tell me about Gossamer? Gossamer is a name that showed up a lot and I remember like one or two shorts featuring Gossamer but I didn't realise he was as prominent characters. I think he's got like a prominent role in the new Space Jam film. Gossamer is a big orange fur monster. Oh! You you, you know the one when I say that? Yeah! Yeah. Right? I didn't know his name. I don't know shit all about this character. <laughs> but it felt like he had to be on the list because of appearances. Um, usually tries to eat bugs. Hufflepuff. Sure. How about Witch Hazel? I don't know who that is. She's a, a witch. Oh, she's the... Oh, I actually... Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know who she is. Oh, the witch? Oh, witch Hazel's the witch! Look, witch Hazel is a plant. Like, it's a... <laughs> Oh, and that's why they named her that then. Yeah. Sure. Um, She's a very stereotypical wicked witch yeah, of the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, everyone at Hogwarts is a witch, so... <laughs> Any house could work here. Which one? Wicked. Is is she typically just bad guy? Just trying to evil witch. Evil. Yeah. So, so probably Slytherin. Sure. Tell me about nasty Kinsa- can- canasta. Nasty canasta canasta canasta. <laughs> I can't even canasta. say this in my accent. <laughs> nasty canasta. So this guy? Do you recognize him? Oh. Right. Yeah. He sh- like he's a te- stereotypical gunman type, who, like. I guess they wanted a like more intimidating and serious looking character than like Yosemite a, like Sam. Like a Western outlaw. But so was Yosemite Sam. Yeah. They just wanted a more tr- masculine, traditionally intimidating character. Yeah. I guess uh, he's just not pleasant to look at, and I can't think of anything he's done that's ever pleasant. Um, <laughs> likes to shoot. Yeah. Gryffindor. Okay. Because I can't put the bad guys all in the Fine. How about Beaky Buzzard? I took. I went deep. Like the car- the list is really short still. Yeah. And like these are the ones who just show up the most out of all of them. There are so many more Looney Tunes. <laughs> like the mice that are the narrators in Space Jam. Like they've got a great appearance in Space Jam. I don't know shit all about them apart from that, where they're just yeah. narrating mice. Beaky Buzzard is an idiot buzzard. Okay. He's just really stupid and bad at being a buzzard. Hufflepuff. Okay. Michigan J Frog. See, is that a name you would recognize? From just the name, I I can picture a frog. Hello, my honey. Hello, yeah. my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. Yeah. Yeah. From possibly the most popular Looney Tunes short of all time. Apparently, was like he was like the mascot of Warner Brothers TV channel huh. in the ni- like from ninety five to two thousand five. I don't know. Neat. Um, he's mainly known for singing and dancing. He's a performer, Ravenclaw. Sure. Alex, tell me about Stan. Is this Newman? Yeah, this is uh, Wayne Knight. That's his. That's his actual name. Yeah, it's Stan. I, I, you know who I mean when I say Newman. Stan. Stan. He's a Looney Tune. He's a Looney Tune. He gets flattened. Yeah. Which is only something a Looney Tune can do. No threat. 
This is Looneyland. Also, he's a fictional character entirely. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like Bill Murray is playing himself, but um, Stan is not. He really wants to help. Yeah. I think he's a Hufflepuff. Definitely. He's so loyal. Yeah. He'll do anything for his friend. Yeah. His good friend Michael Jordan. And finally, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan, his royal heirness, the greatest of all Looney Tunes. Yeah. He, you, your argument for Stan being a Looney Tune was that he went flat. Yeah. Michael Jordan stretches his arm to the length of half a basketball court. Yeah, he does. He is an icon. He is the greatest of all Looney Tunes. The most, the most beloved, the most cool. He doesn't appear in the new one, but there is apparently. A genuinely good gag in which Sylvester tries to recruit him for their new team but accidentally gets Michael B. Jordan. Which is very funny. Yeah. It's a very funny concept. I don't yeah. know how well it plays out in the movie. Yeah. But, but Mike, well, Mike, Michael B. Jordan shows up in it. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, yeah. Michael B. Jordan is a huge nerd. So yeah. like he would absolutely be like, yes, put me in Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Michael Jordan. Uh, so Zendaya is Lola. LeBron James is LeBron James. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. <laughs> he's great. He's he, uh, he's just a good guy. He wants to help his friends again. Yeah. I think he's the good Gryffindor type. Yeah. He's like yeah. He's the pe- he's the pinnacle of what a Gryffindor can be. Yeah. Like oh man, you Looney Tunes need help. I, the greatest basketball player of all time, am willing to step up. Yeah, but I'm a baseball player now. <laughs> but you'll still do it. Right. And I am a Shakespearean actor. The fact that, like, I, I just love that this is supposed to be the explanation for why he goes back to playing basketball, because that's yeah. obviously a thing that really happened. Yeah. Like, the fact that you're able to incorporate his real life into that in that way is great. <laughs> it's so wild. Like, in the new one, LeBron James' family have a more pr- prominent role than Michael Jordan's family did. Again, they're all fictionalized. But, like, sure. it's all about his relationship with his son. The character arc for LeBron James and family in this, it's like... It's very similar to Hook. Oh. In that the son is going to get gets kidnapped and the bad guy tries to turn him against his dad, but at the last minute the son turns around and doesn't. Hmm, cool. Weird. I mean, yeah. But whatever. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all Looney Tunes. That's Looney Tunes sorted. We're so bad at Porky Pig impressions. <laughs> Name well, yeah, okay. I know, I know. I did it's my best. Hard to do. No, I to, tried earlier too, and I was I'm also like, really had to do the bit, right? Yeah, it's a good bit. And that's all, folks. <laughs> Alex, it's your turn to sort it out. Yeah, let's let's just shift the tone entirely. <laughs> <laughs> this was a really goofy episode. Let's let's tone. You got to stop saying goofy. That's Disney. Shut up. It's a really loony episode. This has been a really loony episode. So let's just like, let's chill out for a minute. Um, and get, uh, get depressed. Yeah, and talk about something terrible in Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, I, I've been sitting on this one for a while because it's like one of the like the big ones. That I like. This needs to be fixed. Which one is it? Um, let's talk about the anti-Semitism. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go and cross that off of my list. Of sort yeah, of I figured you out. probably also had that one on your yeah. list. It's a pretty major issue that Harry Potter has. Yeah. Um, specifically in regards to goblins. Yeah. And the way that they are presented, the way Hook-nosed that they are bankers, the way that they are described, obsessed with gold and wealth and money, their entire attitude, and th- just the way that they are built into the story yeah. is. Bad. Yeah. Very bad. Um, How can we sort it out? Yeah, I, I have some like vague ideas, but I, I would love to hear what you think. So, first up, you make it so that Go- Gringotts isn't just a goblin bank. Yes. Gold, in general, doesn't have to be just a goblin thing. Yes. Like, humans worked out, people of other races worked out, have it been a lot more multi-ethnic or whatever. Goblins can still have the, the fact that they're very good metal workers. That can be a, a trait to mm. their race. And then you can still have it be that it's grip hook who helps Harry out sure. with the Sword of Gryffindor yeah. be- because of his metalworking knowledge and also has been a, a Gringotts worker. And he, as an individual character, can be kind of greedy. Sure, and what have yeah. You. The problem is when it's, it's, a, a it's racial all of thing. them. Yeah. 
It, yeah, the problem is like, oh, that's just how that's a, all goblins yeah, are. You have like, some no. other non-goblin banker characters who are also greedy and what have you. Mm. And you have other goblins who are nothing like that. Yeah, who, yeah. Give us goblins in other roles also. Also, just like, elsewhere. Like, make Flitwick actually just a goblin. That would be awesome. Like, I think he's described... Isn't he supposed to be half goblin? Maybe? He's half something. I don't remember that. Yeah, I know he's very small. Like, but... And that's the thing. They made... Like, supposedly his actual lineage is that he's half human, half, I think, goblin. Or has some goblin ancestry. Yeah, something um, like that. And that and would like, have been great because he's very much, that character is very much not delightful. In, in that archetype. He's a very sweet, like... And again, you find yeah. out he's a, a dueling champion. That's great. Yeah. Like, like, let's get rid of the whole bullshit thing about goblins can't use wands. Or other races can't use wands in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty, like, <laughs> obvious, like, race allegory yes. thing and I mean, happening like, there. Yeah, and that is played into it. Like, the fact that centaurs aren't allowed wands or what have you. Yeah. Like, it's made a big deal that people are being racist towards them. Yes. But even so, there's better ways to do that. You can have individuals being racist without, like, that level. Yeah. Yeah, like, just have them be in places outside of the banks. Yeah. Uh, have other types of beings working in the banks. Have their entire personality not be, um... We want everything back. You're only allowed to borrow it for a little while, but then it's yeah. ours. Yeah. Um, just take the word greedy out of that. Yeah. That's that's a no no no. Also, variety of appearances for goblins. Yes, that was like, something. That's what I was gonna touch on. You can on. you can have one or two that have a hook nose or whatever. Yeah, I like, mean, Snape's also described as that. Yeah, like um, again, maybe not grip hook. Maybe if but, I I probably change grip hook's description because if he's yeah. all of those things, yeah, then like, he at least as an individual is still is still a gross stereotype. Yeah. caricature and no thank you. But an individual like. You don't have to give them human-like features. You can do all sorts of things. Yeah. Give them a really long, pointy nose. Yeah. Give them, I don't know, an upturned nose yeah. that's more like snout-like. Um. And yeah, that's what I was gonna basically describe. Is like I, uh, I love playing a goblin in D and D specifically, and I, whenever I have designed a goblin character, I try to work really hard to make sure that like I'm not accidentally creating something that is. Uh, Disparaging. Yeah, and that's just for your own like in small just, group of players, yeah. not for a multi-billion-dollar franchise. Yeah, and like there, there are a million ways that you can play with like having a creature look a goblin-esque or look kind of inhuman, while still like avoiding yeah. specific caricatures. We talked about this recently in regards to Magic: The Gathering, which, mm. in which goblins show up a lot. And the nature of that game is they go to different worlds where different things are portrayed differently. And there's at least one or two worlds where goblins do have a lot of those traditional, very problematic, yeah. Tolkien-esque yeah. Like, char characteristics. That's, I mean, that's kind of where it starts. Yeah. But that's one iteration of them. And they're like that on that world. Then you go to another world and they're completely different. On some worlds, they're very furry and they're... they're like, Ooh, I love that. Yeah. like well, I can... For me, it's the big ears. I need like... I just love big floppy ears. Like, give me goblins that look like hairless cats. Yeah, that's like the ideal goblin aesthetic. <laughs> that's not, that's not disparaging to anyone except for hairless cats who don't care. There are a million different ways to do this. Yeah. If we just took, if a certain author just took a second to think about her actions, not that she gives a fuck. Um, could just could just take a step back for a second, think about maybe these things that she's writing, think about the ways in which it might have been influenced by the rest of the world. She could have just like thought about it for a second and come to the conclusion, oh hey, you know what? That's probably not good. Or like, huh. but even in the first book, okay, maybe at that point she didn't have like the the knowledge or like the exposure to things Fine. or whatever. So like. That's what, what at that point what's done was done. Yeah. And we're, we're just trying to say how we could fix it to make it better in general, not what should have been done. Yes. But one thing that could have been done is after that, once she became a global phenomenon and had people who could give her that. Became someone with an extreme amount of influence. Yeah. And, but also had a lot of people who could inform her and she could like easily make contact with people to yeah. talk about these things. There's the thing like. The editors, the publishers, they should have pointed out this. Especially later on. Especially later on. Like, 
when it becomes more of what a happened plot. in the first book could have been worked on better in the later books oh well to be fair if we think about it in 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 deathly hallows it's fixed because now humans work at gringotts because they stole it from the goblins is that better no 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 well, what about bill works at gringotts mm-hmm. so he can go and break curses and steal from crypts mm-hmm. in egypt that's colonialism yeah that's hum- an english person yeah. writing is what's happening there. humans are allowed to be involved if they're stealing from other cultures so anyway anyway there's so many ways in which the goblins could have been better. I think there's other instances of anti-Semitism as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the most obvious one. So another like, another way I want to suggest that goblins could have been better, since we know that Warner Brothers loves just slamming all of their properties together, no matter what. What if instead the goblins were played by the monsters? <laughs> Or the, yeah. the nerd lucks when they're in their smaller form. Yeah, they are very goblinous. Like they just want they want they stayed on Earth so they could be cast in more future Warner Brothers productions. Yeah, cast them in mean, Harry Potter. Yeah, let them. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Sorted. <laughs> and thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as Green Mountain Mysteries, Steampunks. And our other show, Poker Makers. Thank you to Matt Majakamo of the Wampum Willows for the use of our theme song, the House of Awesome theme song. And if you agree or disagree with any of our sortings, or we missed a character that you love dearly, that your you... favorite Looney Tune, and you would like to hear our opinion on them, the Mouse Announcer, <laughs> uh, tweet at us. You can find us on Twitter at SortedPod. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD, and I'm at Pichu P T C H E W. And while you're there on Twitter, tweet at us. Wait, no, this is where I should be saying tweet at us your favorite Looney yeah. Tune. Tweet at us your favorite Looney Tune that we missed. Because there are a billion of them. I don't think I could think of a single one person. There are like five different dogs. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of dogs. Yeah. Tweet us your favorite Looney Tunes dog. Remember that dog that has a little pet kitten and cries because he thinks the kitten died? That's a good one. Yeah, tweet us the dog. It's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> tweet at us whatever. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house, it's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Cinema's hottest podcast is home viewing. What are you doing? This show has everything. Please stop. Blu rays, DVDs. Dog sounds, guest this episodes. This isn't working. But you know what does work? Discussing our entire film library week by week in alphabetical order. Uh, I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And this is Home Viewing. Wednesdays on the Pocket Podcast Network. Podcast Network.